Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Welcome back to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. This is episode number 64. Let me start by saying hello to all of you amazing people who are smart enough to listen to this podcast. We're going to jump right into today's episode. It's actually a response uh, to a question that I received from a podcast listener named Angie. And honestly, uh, I've kind of gotten this question from a number of people over the past few months, uh, there are different forms of it, but Angie is the one that really uh, kind of said, hey, will you please address this on the podcast? So here's what she said. Hey, I thought of a podcast topic, unless you've already done one on this and I missed it. I had a weekend with coworkers, and when we were set- setting everything up, I was asked, more like strongly suggested, hey, you're not going to do your crazy strict diet and be all weird, are you? They are junk food eaters, and they want to lose weight, but they do not want to feel restricted or put any work in. They just want to complain that they are out of shape, and they don't like how they look. Oh my gosh, wow. Like, (laughs) somebody wants to change without actually changing anything? Like, we want all the benefits without any of the work it takes to get there. Imagine that. Okay, sorry, that's my little uh, inner voice coming out. Okay, so she goes on, Angie goes on to say, look, hey, I'm not judging I was one of I was one of those people for a long time. Within hours, I knew all the weekend choices were not only going to wreak havoc on my body, but also I can't allow someone else to make me feel pressured to eat like crap. I'm not joking when I say there was real peer pressure. I am not a hardcore dieter. I just eat healthy the majority of the time. I don't mind a splurge here or there, but not all weekend. So I guess my suggestion for a topic is maybe... There are others out there that allow someone, friends or family or coworkers, to make them feel pressured to eat poorly. I guess I should have just said to them, like, no, you guys know, if I go, I'm going to have to eat a certain way. But I didn't do that. I guess part of me wanted to just let loose and eat like them. Hey, Angie, that's incredible self-honesty right there. I commend you. <laughs> she goes on. She says, however, I've learned my lesson. Because I'm currently hurting so bad, I don't even feel like being at work right now. I wish I could just down a bottle of antacids. There is really a lot to be said for eating clean and taking care of your body. Yes, ma'am, there absolutely is. Guys, when you, Angie hits on so many incredible things here. Again, number one, I commend her for the self-honesty, just for realizing that part of her did want to let loose and just enjoy like everyone else. That's inside all of us. So if you don't realize that, you need to get honest with yourself. But the other thing that I commend Angie for is realizing, hey, this whole, the way I eat and my lifestyle, it's not just about losing weight or how I look. Man, it's about how I feel. Like right now, I feel terrible. I don't even even want to be at work, and I just want to (laughs) eat, as she said, down a whole bottle of antacids. So when you begin to tap into that, guys, when you begin to realize that what you eat or don't eat and drink or don't drink really has a massive impact on how you feel, then you're like, oh my gosh, your motivation is like doubled or tripled because it's not just about what the scales say. It's not just about how you look. It's how you feel every single day. 
Okay, so let's get into the episode here. So what do I recommend, right? If you're having food peer pressure, when friends and family, when it seems like they're just trying to screw you up. So what in the world are you supposed to do? Like, how do you deal with a situation where you feel like an outcast or a food weirdo? Or maybe you just feel like the one who's spoiling all the fun for everyone because you're not just going to go with the flow and eat and then quote unquote, have a good time like everybody else. Like, What do you do in that situation? Well, today is going to be a combination of some really practical things that you can do along with a little bit of tough love. I'm going to give you one really big eye-opening truth that you need to understand and embrace. And then I'm going to give you three steps, three very specific steps to handle situations like this. All right, here we go. The foundation for all food peer pressure is a mistaken belief that basically tells you that in order to have fun, you must have food. In order to have fun, you must pig out on all kinds of indulgent foods. And attached to that belief, like piggybacking on it, is the idea that if you don't eat those foods, the foods that everyone else is eating, then not only will you not have fun, but you're taking away from everyone else's fun also. So basically, you're like a party pooper. I mean, you and your little diet and your weird way of eating, your super strict diet, all of that is just making everything awkward and you're just making a big scene and you're making it all about you. So shame on you. Why can't you just chill out and have fun with the rest of us? (laughs) Uh, Look, I guarantee, even if you don't realize it, deep down, these ideas and beliefs are bouncing around in your head. And this makes it incredibly tough to say no to those decadent, indulgent foods. But to make matters worse, if you're really honest with yourself, it's like Angie said, heck yeah, you'd love to eat and enjoy those foods with everyone. You know, it's just, it's just the truth. So when you stack up those two things, first, the two beliefs that like you can't have fun if you don't eat all the food everyone else is eating, and to make matters worse, they won't have as much fun if you're not eating those foods. And then right on top of that, secondly, The fact that you truly do want to eat those foods too, when you stack all that up, my friend, you are doomed. (laughs) But but we can begin, fortunately, we can begin to change everything. We can begin to totally rewrite this whole scenario when we change those two foundational beliefs. The big eye-opening truth that lays a new foundation for your success is this. Fun is not dependent on food. You can have just as much fun when you don't eat and drink what everyone else is eating and drinking. And their, like your family or friends or coworkers, their enjoyment is not dependent on you eating all that stuff either. Matter of fact, I would argue the whole reason they want you to eat all that crap, all the crap that they're eating, is just to make them feel better about indulging themselves. Not because your discipline and smart decisions are taking away from their enjoyment. That's not what it is. That's just a bunch of crap. So right now, begin to shift your mind, change your mindset to this new truth, this new belief that fun, your fun and others' fun is not dependent on food. You can have a blast. You can have a ton of fun regardless of what you eat. That's the foundation for success in these situations. Now, before we move forward and get into the the three really practical steps, let me be crystal clear about something. 
I love food. <laughs> if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that. Like, I really, really enjoy good food and friends and family and celebrations. Oh, my gosh. So make no mistake, I'm not telling you that you always need to say no to all the delicious indulgent foods. Not at all, my friends. No, 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 no. Food and life are meant to be enjoyed and celebrated, but they're also meant to be balanced. And if you're overweight, that means you're probably a little out of balance. It doesn't mean that you're not beautiful or you're not strong or self-disciplined. No, no. It just means you're a little out of balance. But no worries and no shame. Don't attach any shame to that. See, as you improve your food choices and you move back toward balance, sometimes you'll enjoy indulgent foods and other times you'll intentionally choose not to. But the key is you must choose before the heat of battle. So that's actually step one. Step one is to decide ahead of time. The first thing you need to do is think ahead and make your mind up ahead of time as to whether or not you're going to enjoy all the foods or not. This is so important, guys. If you just roll up into that party or weekend or dinner or whatever without making your decision ahead of time, then I can almost predict exactly what will happen. Even though you haven't really thought about it much beforehand, you were probably just kind of assuming, yeah, I'm going to stick, quote unquote, stick to my diet. And then you're faced with all of these delicious foods and all of this peer pressure. And the next thing you know, you're scooping the last bite from your plate with a full belly, wondering how in the world that just happened. And to make matters much worse, you don't feel like you just ate a bunch of food. You feel like you just ate a bunch of guilt and discouragement. You start feeling disappointed in yourself because you ate a bunch of stuff that you weren't planning to eat. And now the voice in your head, that bully in your brain that you guys hear me talk about, is just starting to mentally beat the crap out of you. You always give in to temptation. Why can't you just stay focused and stay strong? You have no willpower. You never do. You have no discipline. You're the least disciplined person I know of. You're never going to lose this weight. You're never going to stick with it. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> so the whole idea is I, I should eat this stuff because food is fun. That didn't sound fun at all, did it? It's like the, it's like the big trick, you know? I mean, so there you are. You're at a social function where your brain told you it will be more fun if you just eat the dang food. You'll have more fun and so will everyone else. And you're sitting there full of guilt, shame, and disappointment. Man, that backfired quickly, didn't it? But here's the really awesome news. Here's the really awesome part. This can all be corrected so easily. All you need to do is decide ahead of time if you will eat and enjoy or not. And once you make your decision, stick with it. If you decided to eat, then eat and drink and enjoy. And here's the really, really important part. Do it all totally guilt and shame free. There is nothing to feel guilty or disappointed about because you made the decision of ahead of time and you are being in integrity with yourself. You're not letting yourself down. You're following through on a conscious decision, an intentional choice that you made ahead of time. And that's a beautiful thing. Enjoy the crap out of that food. And don't you dare let guilt or shame creep into your head. Now, on the other hand, if you decided ahead of time to not eat all of the party foods, well, that brings us to step number two. 
Step number two is to communicate. Oh, that's a novel idea, isn't it? <laughs> communicate. Look, you may think, oh man, God, it's just, if it's going to be so weird if I don't eat any of that food. Or, God, I know they're going to ask me why I'm not eating cake or why I'm not having a drink or why I only ate like the vegetables in the dip and didn't eat anything else or why I just drank water all night. It's just going to be weird and make me feel weird. And you know what? You're absolutely right. <laughs> it will be weird and seem weird unless you communicate. Just talk to your friends and family ahead of time before the event. Just just have, and, and this is so important right here, just have a clear and very kind conversation about what you're doing and why you probably won't eat much. Tell them how important this is to you and then ask if they'll support you. It's that simple, guys. You will be amazed at the power of just having one or two conversations ahead of time. And truth be told, most people really aren't evil a-holes who are trying to constantly tempt you into something you don't want to do. Once you communicate in a clear and very friendly way, 99% of the time, they're like, heck yeah, man, good for you. Man, I wish I could do that too. So suddenly, you've gone from feeling like a weird outcast to being an inspiration to those around you. I would call that a massive win, wouldn't you? Now, look, just a quick little tip here about communicating before we move forward. Like, just when you're talking to your family and friends, be positive and don't act or seem miserable, okay? Look, they don't want you to be miserable. And if you're all pouty-faced and you're like, you know, I'm doing this stupid diet, so I probably won't eat much at the party. I mean... Just please, look, don't say anything about it, okay? Like, don't say anything to me. Don't make it weird. Like, don't offer me food because you know I really want it. And it'll just be so tough for me to say no. So can you please support me in this for just once, for goodness sakes? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not the best way to communicate, okay? Look, instead, just be positive and friendly about it. Maybe something more like this. Hey, look. I'm so excited about that party. I cannot wait to see everybody and catch up, but I just wanted to let you know ahead of time that I'm super excited about like what I've been doing recently with my workout and food changes and all that stuff. I've been losing some weight and I feel great and I really want to keep it up. So I'll probably won't eat a whole lot at the party, but look, don't worry. It's not like it's, it's going to ruin things for me. So definitely don't let it ruin things for you. I mean, we're going to have a blast. I'm excited. I can't wait. I just wanted to share this ahead of time so that you would know, so it wouldn't seem weird, you know? I mean, honestly, it would be amazing if you would support me with this. Oh my gosh, that would mean so much to me, and it would really help with like the goals I have set for myself. <laughs> Can you see the difference? Can you hear the difference? It's a completely different feel. One is a pitiful, miserable victim complaining that they can't eat at the party, and then your family and friends are going to want you to eat because you're pitiful and miserable. So that's why they're maybe going to why you feel pressure because you're sitting over there like a miserable little pouty pot, whatever that means. <laughs> and then the other communication is, is excited. It's an excited, empowered winner who loves what they're doing and they don't need a bunch of food to have fun because they bring the fun. They have fun inside of them and they, and they love what they're doing. So when you communicate, be positive, 
Don't be pitiful. Okay, next up, step number three, the last step here. Embrace being different. Let's just get real. Let's be honest. Not eating or indulging at a party or celebration, it's different than what most people do. It is. So if you decide to do this, you, my friend, are choosing to be different. Now, unfortunately, for most people, this is a very uncomfortable thing. Most people don't like to be or feel different. I would argue it's also one of the reasons that obesity is such a big problem in our society and the world overall. I like to say the world, not every single person, but I like to say that the world in general, or at least America, is overweight, in debt, unhappy, and they like to complain and do nothing about it. (laughs) And if you aren't careful, if you aren't intentional, you will get sucked into the current and into the pattern of this world, and you will be just like everyone else. So many people just fall into the patterns of the world, and then they wonder why they can't have the life or the body that they so desperately want. The world and society as a whole is not always on your side, my friend. This is why one of my favorite quotes comes from the book of Romans. It explains this truth so perfectly. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the daily renewing of your mind. You want to transform your body? Renew and transform your brain first. You want to transform your finances? Renew and transform your brain first. You want to transform how you see yourself and how you love other people and interact with other people? Renew and transform your brain first. Look, if you miss everything else, if all of the other stuff I said was just noise, don't miss this. Grab a pen, write it down. All outward transformation comes from inner transformation. And if the inner transformation doesn't happen first, then the outer transformation, the changes that you can actually see, will always just be temporary. Here today, and then gone, maybe not tomorrow, but gone in just a few more days. You guys know I preach it all the time, man. But here it is again. To change your body, you must first change your brain. And to change how food peer pressure affects you, you must first change your brain. So let's do a quick little review here of exactly how that works. Okay, here's the review. The first thing, the first change is accepting a new truth. The new foundational belief that you need to embrace is that fun is not dependent on food. You don't have to eat a bunch of food to have fun. That's just a lie. And other people's fun is not determined by what you are or are not eating. Can food be fun? Sure. Heck yeah, I love food. But food is not a necessity for fun. And then step number one, you need to decide ahead of time what you will do at the event. This does two things. First, it either allows you to eat and enjoy 100% guilt and shame-free without all the mental turmoil afterward, or it totally empowers you to stick with what you committed to ahead of time. And that brings us to step two. Step two, if you made a decision ahead of time to not partake in all the treats and indulgent food, then communicate it to the important people involved. And then, this is huge, don't make a big deal about it. Just roll with the party and have fun. Because remember, fun is not dependent on food. (laughs) And then step three, 
What you're choosing to do or not do is different. It's different than the pack, different than the herd. It's different than what probably 90% of the rest of the world does. And that is freaking awesome. <laughs> like I said, the world, the majority of society is overweight, in debt, unhappy, and they like to complain but do nothing about it, just like the coworkers that Angie mentioned. If you want to be like that, go right ahead. Be my guest. But if not, then start celebrating, relishing, and embracing, and totally enjoying being different because it's freaking awesome. Once you're able to do this, oh my, it's like rocket fuel for weight loss and achieving your goals and suddenly you're completely immune to all the food peer pressure in the world because you don't mind being different. You love it. Ah, yes. <laughs> okay, friends, that's a wrap. Look, if this episode uh, just really like, you're like, yeah, man, that was exactly what I needed to hear, then do me two favors, please. Number one, Share it with a friend. Send it to a friend via text or on social media. And then second, would you post a review on Apple Podcast? It will only take you two minutes, maybe not even that long, and it means the world to me. And lastly, if you enjoy this podcast and you haven't signed up for my free audio program Catalyst, then you're either crazy or you just haven't been paying attention because I've been talking about it on the podcast for months now. So... In, in Catalyst, I walk you through the weight loss lies that the diet industry and social media teaches you. And then I explain the backwards approach that most people take when they try to lose weight. Then I take you behind the scenes of what I do in my coaching program and explain the three foundational steps that I use with my clients to get them incredible results. Again, Catalyst is totally free, 100% free. So register now because there's only three spots left. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's it's actually a little inside joke, and it will make a lot more sense uh, once you listen to Catalyst. So check it out. Now, always remember, don't ever forget, there's more to you and your body than what you weigh. You're more than just a number. So don't let the scales dominate your mind and your emotions. That's crap. And losing weight, it's really all about gaining life and living the life you truly want. And yes, guys, food can be so much fun, but fun is not dependent on food. Take care of yourselves. Much love. God bless. Bye-bye.